In the 19th century, Our Lady of La Salette predicted a time coming soon in the church when she said this would happen. The church will be in eclipse, the world will be in dismay, Rome will lose the faith and become the seat of the Antichrist. Now again, Mary said those words in a Vatican-approved apparition from the 19th century. There's a lot of debate in the Catholic world about this today. In the year 2000, Catholic Answers had an article claiming it was misused by post-Vatican II traditionalists. The article read, quote, What is absurd is the radical traditionalist claim that the alleged prophecy of Our Lady of La Salette may be applied to Rome today. Radical traditionalists often seem to have a defective understanding of what counts as apostasy. It's much more than tepid or weak faith. It is more than just accepting ideas contrary to the Catholic faith. That's what heresy is. Apostasy constitutes a full repudiation of the faith so that no one longer considers oneself a Christian, end quote. Now, I would have agreed with that 25 years ago when it was written. But after the Pacamama worshiping event in Rome in 2018 and Fiducia Sadamans coming out in the Vatican in 2024, just a couple weeks ago, we do have to go a little bit deeper into the Bible and the saints to figure out what this eclipse is and how to navigate it at a practical level. Because I think we are at that level of apostasy. Now, our Lord said about the end of the world, this is from the Bible, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. That's Matthew 24, 29. So according to the church fathers, this applies to the actual sun, the actual sun being darkened before Christ returns. But St. Augustine also spoke of a great apostasy at the end of the world, right before Christ comes, befalling the final Catholics. Quote, the sun, that is, the church, shall be darkened because in those tremendous tribulations and temptations which shall be in the end of the world, many who had seemed as bright and as firm as the sun and the stars shall fall away from the faith and a state of grace. End quote. That's St. Augustine, letter number 80 to Hesychium. Again, many who had seemed as bright and as firm as the sun and the stars shall fall away from the faith. Now, as most of you know, the church fathers refer to Christ as the sun and Mary as the moon. This is because Christ is the source of all grace and Mary is the clearest and brightest reflection of God's grace to all mankind. So it's a mixed analogy of, for me, this is where my opinion comes in. I admit it's a mixed analogy to apply this to the prophecy of La Salette because it's obviously not Mary who's blocking the visibility of the church in the current crisis. Why? Because if the clergy actually prayed the rosary and listened to Mary, who's also known as the destroyer of all heresies, we would not be in this train wreck of debates on doctrine and liturgy. But if you'll overlook my little mixed analogy, I think there's something very significant about the fact that the church fathers spoke of Mary as the moon, and we just heard St. Augustine predict that the end of the world would have many who had seemed as bright and as firm as the sun and the stars shall fall away from the faith. And we add on top of all this that Our Lady of La Salette predicted a time of eclipse in the church, and today most priests and bishops are teaching heresy in one form or another. And if you think I'm exaggerating that, I will challenge all my listeners to email me the name of one ordinary in the world who holds or teaches the infallible dogma of extra ecclesia nulla salus. Outside the church, there's no salvation. That's an infallible teaching of the church. I can't think of one ordinary, and an ordinary is a bishop leading a geographical diocese, in all the world who believes in that. And by the way, Archbishop Vigano and Bishop Williamson are obviously bishops, but they're not ordinaries. So find one and email me. Now, before we put all this together, consider how St. Louis de Montfort wrote that the final saints would be the most devoted to Mary in all of church history. He wrote, 
I said that this will happen, especially toward the end of the world, and indeed soon, because Almighty God and His Holy Mother are to raise up great saints who will surpass in holiness most other saints as much as the cedars of Lebanon tower over little shrubs. These great souls, filled with grace and zeal, will be chosen to oppose the enemies of God who are raging on all sides. They will be exceptionally devoted to the Blessed Virgin. Illumined by her light, guided by her spirit, they will give battle, overthrowing and crushing heretics and their heresies, schismatics and their schisms, idolaters and their idolatries, sinners and their wickedness. That was St. Louis de Montfort, True Devotion of Mary, number 47 to 48. Now, when St. Louis de Montfort wrote that over 200 years ago, of course he did not know that Our Lady of Fatima, 100 years after his death, would predict that the final heretics would be found, unfortunately, in the ranks of bishops and cardinals and maybe higher of the Catholic Church. But St. Louis did seem to know that the final saints would need Mary to navigate around untold numbers of heresies. Again, he prophesied, quote, These great souls filled with grace and zeal will be chosen to oppose the enemies of God who are raging on all sides. They will be exceptionally devoted to the Blessed Virgin. Illumined by her light, they will give battle, overthrowing and crushing heretics and their heresies. In a video I'm going to link in the show notes called The Secret Still Silence, I think there's very strong research and evidence by those Catholic attorneys that the third secret of Fatima was indeed apostasy from the top down. That means especially the the hierarchy. And we clergy, I'm a priest, we clergy are supposed to constitute the most prominent aspect of the visibility. (coughs) In a video I'm going to link in my show notes called The Secret Still Silence, I think there's very strong research and evidence by Catholic attorneys in that video that the third secret of Fatima was apostasy from the top down. That's to say the hierarchy would leave the faith. And we clergy, I'm a priest, are supposed to constitute the most prominent aspect of the visibility of the Catholic Church, according to many Catholic theologians. Now, of course, Christ's love and grace is obviously not missing from the earth in our current church crisis. This night of heresy and apostasy impeding the visibility of the church is probably tantamount to the eclipse predicted at La Salette. And what is the brightest guide at night? When you have no other lights, it's the moon, who the fathers say is analogous to the Immaculate Virgin Mary. So this is what I believe. I believe Mary, the Holy Theotokos, she will be the best and possibly only guide to lead us to Jesus Christ in the darkness of the final heresy, challenging those final saints. Are we there? I don't know. But if we put together La Salette with St. Louis de Montfort, we know that the final saints will be the most Marian in history. And I don't say this just to drum up a sweet devotion, but rather because Mary is the illuminator of her son who is the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And Mary is the illuminator, the pathway. She's the moon leading, in this case, to the sun. She's also the extinguisher of all heresies. So what does this mean practically for you? It means praying your rosary daily in this unprecedented eclipse of the hierarchy because that might be more important to your family's salvation, praying the rosary, than any other time in the Catholic Church's 2,000-year history. May Almighty God bless you and Mary keep you.